This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 517. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening once again. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, what we can expect to see at Apple's launch event next week. Subscription entertainment services on the rise despite cost of living pressures. And Telstra is now offering free Wi-Fi across Australia. We'll tell you where you can find it. In the Tech Guide reviews, DJI has launched a new FPV drone called Avata. Fitbit's unveiled three next-generation trackers and the device that can charge your iPhone, Apple Watch, and AirPods all at the same time. And in the Tech Guide help desk, we're going to give you some tech gift ideas ahead of Father's Day. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, it's official. Apple has confirmed there is a a launch event happening next week, September 7, 10 a.m. US time, which translates to 3 a.m. September 8, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So if you're really keen, get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and watch it live, or you can read everything on Tech Guide, of course, once, once you've woken up. And I will actually be there. Tech Guide will be on the ground for that event next week. And this is a launch event, obviously, for the iPhone 14. It's that time of year. We're going to see not only the iPhone 14, we're also going to see the iPhone 14 Pro and the Apple Watch Series 8 and potentially a second Apple Watch, which I'll tell you about in a moment. Now, the event is taking place at Apple Park. That's Apple's headquarters in Cupertino, and it will be in the Steve Jobs Theater. Now, this is the first in-person product launch event that Apple has held since 2019. So that's, uh, I think, the iPhone 11, I think, was the launch, the last launch that we had in person. We've since had the 12 and the 13, and now we're heading back for the 14. So, uh, yeah, the the event will be next week. So that's September 8, 3 a.m. Australian time. Now, the invitation is an interesting one as well. I, I love it how... Apple's a little bit cryptic with its invites and you can read into what they what they represent here. Now, in this case, the invitation has the Apple logo surrounded, like created by a ring of stars around it. So there's all stars that are arranged in such a way where the spaces between them is forms the Apple logo. Now, I think this may point to the fact that There is an improved camera on the iPhone 14, and it also maybe points to a new mode of photography. I'll talk about that in a moment, Uh, but the 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 words used were far out underneath that underneath that logo. So I think what that means is perhaps an increased camera resolution on the phone. But I'll get to that in a moment. Let's talk about what we can expect to see in terms of the, the the different products. Now, this year, Apple is going to differentiate the iPhone 14 and the iPhone 14 Pro more than they have ever done in the past. 
According to the rumors, iPhone 14, will there'll be two models, a 6.1-inch version, and there will also be then an iPhone 14 Max so or a Plus. It could be called Plus. So what that means is there'll be a 14 with a 6.1-inch screen, a 14 with a 6.7-inch screen. Both of those will have two cameras. So that's kind of your entry-level iPhone 14s. And the there'll also be, of course, iPhone 14 Pro, 6.1-inch screen, and the iPhone 14 Pro Max with a 6.7-inch display. Now, those, the Pro phones, will have three cameras and, of course, a more premium build and finish than the 14. Now, in terms of the displays, the iPhone 14 and 14 Plus, or Max, whatever they're going to call it, will have a notch. So business as usual in terms of the notch, same as on the 13. But the my understanding is that the 14 Pro will now do away with the notch and include a small uh, hole punch for the front camera and a pill-sized cutout for the sensors and maybe the Face ID sensor as well, the Face ID camera. So no more notch. It is going to be a lot like now the Samsungs and other, other phones on the market that don't, don't have – that just have that, that tiny hole cutout. Even, even $300 phones have that similar technology with uh, the little hole punch, but Apple has had the notch for some years now since the iPhone 10 was introduced – back in 2017, so it's been a while, but that notch may be disappearing for the very first time with the iPhone 14 Pro. Design-wise, it's going to be very similar to what we've already got, those flat edges. It'll have the same sort of look and feel. Uh, It will be the iPhone 14 Pro, I understand, will have the A16 processor, the new chip, whereas the I think the 14 Pro will have the A16 chip. The 14 is likely to stick with the A15 chip. So again, a performance difference there as well. But I mentioned the camera earlier. The word is that the iPhone 14 Pro will have a 48 megapixel camera along with two other 12 megapixel cameras. At the moment, the iPhone 13 has three 12 megapixel cameras, telephoto, wide and ultra wide. Now, do you remember I was telling you about the invitation and the stars and what we could potentially read into that? My view is that the added resolution of that camera may facilitate an all-new mode for astrophotography. Now, I'm into astrophotography. I'm going to be talking more about that in the coming months and years because I'm really getting into the whole hobby but I use a telescope and, and special specialist cameras to achieve this. But what Apple, I think, will provide here is a way for us to have uh, longer exposures of the night sky to enable these this this improved astrophotography. They have uh, there have been modes on other other devices. Samsung and the Pixel have similar modes where you can capture uh, better star shots with your phone. But I think this may be a point of uh, another another feature that's going to be added to the iPhone 14 Pro with that added 48 megapixel. It might be a feature on the on the 14 as well without the 48 megapixel. It, it might be just due to the the sensor and the software, but the added resolution will also help in that regard as well. Now, it's not just the iPhone 14 and 14 Pro that we'll be seeing. Of course, Apple tends to also at these events introduce 
a brand new Apple Watch. And what we're up to at the moment is Apple Watch Series 8. There have already been lots of rumors about what we can expect, including uh, a feature that will tell you if you're running a fever, so increased health and wellness features. But the biggest rumor that's, that's doing the rounds is that Apple may also introduce an Apple Watch Pro edition this year. And with the Apple Watch Pro, what we'll get with that is a larger screen size and a more durable design. So you think about the range of watches out there that appeal to customers who are athletes, triathletes, marathon runners, and that people who like to get into the outdoors. A lot, I think a lot of those users tend to look, at, look down their nose at the Apple Watch thinking it's too fragile for their needs. So they, they go off and buy a Garmin or a Sunto, one of those other specialist sports watches, and I think Apple's thinking, well, we're missing out on a large part of the market here. So let's make something that will appeal to that customer. And that will be, we're expecting, to be the Apple Watch Pro. Now, there, there's always potentially a, hang on, just one more thing at these Apple events. We never know. But the possible other products announced at the event could be the second generation AirPods Pro. We're still waiting on those. There's also, they're due to release the 10th generation iPad as well as the updated iPad Pro. So we were, I think the word is that they're going to perhaps uh, have a separate event, perhaps an online event in October to launch the new iPads. And the, the word is that the 10th generation iPad, which is your entry-level iPad, will have a major design improvement as well. So it will look more like the iPad Air and the iPad Pro with the flatter edges. It may still have a home button, but it is graduating in terms of its design language, looking more like the its big brothers in the lineup. Uh, the Apple event will be live streamed on Apple's website as well as on YouTube. And if you're running, uh, if you've got an Apple TV, there's an Apple TV app. You can also run that on, uh, watch it live on TV on your television as well. And as I said, I will be at the event live in uh, Cupertino in the Steve Jobs Theatre. And of course, Tech God will be bringing you all the latest news and hands-on videos and all of that information at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Subscription video on-demand services are really popular. Subscription entertainment services in general, not just SVOD, but we're talking music and gaming, they are on the rise according to a new report by Telsite. And this is despite the growing pressures of uh, rising cost of living, rising fuel prices, our love of our entertainment services is defying all those trends and has seen 16% growth on average in the past 12 months. Now, Telsite released the Australian Subscription Entertainment Study 2022, and that shows that our entertainment and subscription services have become essential items when you're talking video, games, and music. So video, you're talking Netflix, Stan, Disney+. Plus. You're talking in games, you're talking Microsoft Game Pass, PlayStation Plus, and music. You're talking Spotify, Google, YouTube, and Apple Music. So we'll talk about more about those later. But it's, the, it's amazing that the demand, the increasing demand for at-home entertainment has also seen the sheer number of services in Australia increase 
by more than six million. So six more, six million more subscribers, uh, taking the figure to forty-eight point four million during the twelve months to June twenty twenty-two. So we're talking subscription video on demand services like your Netflix, Stan, Disney Plus. That saw the largest growth in the last 12 months at 22%. That's grown by a fifth, more than a fifth. Next up, followed by games-related subscriptions. So that's grown by 19% in the last 12 months. And music services has increased by 17% year on year as well. Now, at the same time, Telsite points out that pay TV subscriptions continue to decline. They have slipped 9% on the past in the past year. The study also said that streaming entertainment is now considered essential by more than half of Australians. 54% considered subscription video on demand services as essentials and 52% said that their music services were also essential for Australians as well. Now, the growth is said to continue, and the, the prediction is that the gaming services will have see the biggest increase as we move towards 2026, according to Telsite's predictions. Subscription video on-demand services, 22% increase in the past 12 months since June last year, and we've reached now 23.4 million subscribers across Australia. That's up from 19.2 million. Now, last year, 62% of all households had at least one subscription video on-demand service. And guess what? That's now increased to 70% in 2022. And among NBN users, NBN households, that figure is actually 77%. Netflix is still at the top of the line there. That has 6.3 million subscribers in Australia. Next up, second, would you believe, is Amazon. Amazon Prime Video has 4.1 million subscribers. Disney Plus has 3 million, followed by Stan with 2.5 million. KO Sports, 1.3 million. Binge, 1.3 million. Paramount, 1.1 million. And Optus Sport, 1 million. And annual revenue from subscription video on demand has also increased, and it's estimated at $2.7 billion for the 2022 financial year, an annual increase of 27%. That, that's more than a quarter increase year on year. Now, the average number of subscription video on demands uh, per household, or per subscriber, so the average services has is now 3.3. So on average, we have 3.3 services. Uh, that's up from 3.1 from June last year. Now, around 35% of subscription video on-demand users, so that's one in three, are also keen on the more affordable ad-supported service plans. We did speak a few weeks ago about Netflix's partnership with Microsoft and their move to now offer an ad-supported tier, a plan that'll be, won't be free, but it'll be much cheaper than other non-ad-supported plans. And that uh, there's been a real expression of interest there with uh, among Australians who would consider uh, taking up an ad-supported subscription. Uh, they would increase that would increase the number of subscriptions per household to four by 2026. Gaming is also continues to be really popular. Aussies took up to 8.3 million games-related subscriptions 
to the end of June last year. That's a 19% increase year on year. Video game subscriptions, the main growth area, that's been boosted by, uh, has a boost of 56% to 4.8 million in June 2022. And the, the most popular service in that area is the Microsoft X Plus Game Pass. That's the most popular in the category. Sony recently relaunched its PlayStation Plus service. It has a number of tiers to the to the options there, the plans. So you're able to enjoy various levels of subscription in terms of subscribing to or having access to the latest games on the, in that subscription model. Music subscription services increased by 17% from a year ago. You just think, you think everyone's already got that, but no, it increased by 17% to reach 15.7 million by June this year. The top three streaming music providers are Spotify. Second is Google, and Google inc includes uh, YouTube Music and YouTube Premium. And third is Apple Music. Amazon Music, though, is is uh, right on their heels. It's becoming more popular as, see, people are taking up Amazon Prime subscriptions, which includes Amazon Music. So that's an affordable option. If you order a lot of stuff from Amazon Prime, it gets you free postage. And I think it's only like six, seven bucks a month gets you access to Amazon Prime Video and Amazon Music for that price. So get on that if you're not already on it. Uh, now, podcasts, of course, well, this is a podcast. You're listening to a podcast. They are also on the rise and considered now an essential part of streaming music providers. So they're, they're a major component. Uh, Telsite reports that one in four Australians aged 16 and older listened to podcasts in 2022. The most popular genres were found to be comedy, news and politics, and education is also popular. I thought tech would be up there, but anyway, you guys are interested in tech. That's why you're listening to this show right now. But that's it. Subscription services are on the rise despite the cost of living pressures. Uh, if you want to see all of those stats and see the order of the uh, the most popular video subscription services, you can check all of that out at techguide.com.au. Now, there's not many things you get for free nowadays, is there? Free stuff, not a lot of it around. But Telstra, though, is offering free Wi-Fi at its pay phones across Australia. So, you know, the I think a year ago, we they announced that all the pay phones, so phones, the public phones, we call them, because they made those public phones now free to make local calls, local and national calls. And that was introduced, as I said, a year ago, so that people in vulnerable situations, homeless people could still contact whoever they needed to contact. And also, too, was available to people in disaster areas as well to keep in touch. Well, Telstra has extended this the freebies by including Wi-Fi as part of these payphones. So now if you see one of these public payphones with the Wi-Fi symbol above it, you'll be able to access free Wi-Fi in that area and so at the moment, that's launched across. It's already available with 3,000 Telstra payphones across Australia offering that free Wi-Fi. But the goal, though, is to upgrade the entire network. Would you believe there's more than 12,000 payphones still across Australia? And every one of those is going to become a Wi-Fi hotspot. So you think about who would use these services. It's 
if, if not everyone can connect to the internet, I think a lot of people, a lot of us take for granted how easy it is just to pick up your phone and connect to the internet. There's a lot of people who can't do that, whether it's the fact that they don't have a plan, they don't have enough money to to afford a phone plan, or whatever it is. But having free Wi-Fi allows these more vulnerable people and people who need of help to access these sorts of services, and of course. The Wi-Fi hotspot is available to people in disaster areas. So you can just imagine, say there's been a flood or a fire and they're away from their home, they want to be able to use Wi-Fi perhaps to contact people to maybe look up information. So that that's another, another reason, another motive behind offering free Wi-Fi across the country at all of these pay phones. More than 12,000. I still can't believe how many there are. Everyone, everyone's got a mobile phone in their pocket now, but this is something that uh, that is being used. Tel- Telstra says that there's been a lot of use of uh, of those payphones, the free calls in disaster-prone regional areas. Telstra offered uh, call- free calling fr- from payphones in August last year, and it's seen more 19 million free calls have been placed or, or through those payphones and more than 250 calls made to critical services like triple zero, Lifeline, uh, Centrelink was also the most dialed service from those payphones in the last year as well. So it does give people access to those services and any help that they may need. So good on Telstra for getting aboard this. If you are near one of these, if you want to use the free Telstra Wi-Fi, you can look for a free Telstra Wi-Fi branded payphone. So you'll see uh, normally the payphone has like a pink, little pink roof on it and a little pink sign with the Wi-Fi symbol on it. So if you are near that, Connect. You can connect to it using, and you, the network is called Free Telstra Wi-Fi. If you're nearby and you want to hook into that to uh, into that service, you're able to do that wherever you see the Telstra payphones. If you want to find out more about that story and how you can hook into Free Telstra Wi-Fi, check it out. Techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. If your home demands superior Wi-Fi, treat it with a masterpiece in connectivity. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6E from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6E is the first and only Wi-Fi 6 quad band whole home mesh system opening an exclusive all-new 6 gigahertz superhighway that's fine-tuned to deliver unprecedented Wi-Fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Wi-Fi 6E, the fastest Wi-Fi ever. Find out more at netgear.com.au forward slash best Wi-Fi. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off the reviews this week, I've only just got my hands on this. So this is more a hands-on than it is a review. The DJI Avata. This is the brand new drone. It's not just any old drone, though. It's an FPV drone. FPV, for those who don't know, stands for First person view so this is designed to give you film of or and an experience of flying so you're in the pilot seat here so if you're flying this with say you're wearing the goggles 
it's like you are flying the drone. You're in. You're actually in the pilot's seat. Now, I'll talk more about the legality of that uh, a little bit later, but the device itself fits in the palm of your hand. It's quite small. It's a really lean, stripped-down design. Unlike any of their other traditional drones, it's also incorporating propeller guards uh, around the propellers for added safety. Now, it does. It has been coupled with the new DJI Goggles 2, and also works with the DJI Motion Controller. Now, we first saw those a year ago with the launch of the DJI FPV, which is a bigger, uh, a bulkier FPV drone, more traditional design, sort of with the props uh, above, above the camera. In this instance, the props are on the base of the drone. Now, the DJI Avata is obviously built for speed and agility because it does deliver video quite different than you that you can achieve with a regular drone and and i think there's that that speed and maneuverability really does allow you to capture just breathtaking videos and really allows you to zoom in and out and down and through crevices and up mountains and down buildings and i've seen it included now more often i've seen it in more hollywood movies they're, they're seeing this as a new new cinematography a new art form with being able to shoot these dynamic videos that you cannot shoot any other way than with a drone of this kind the drone itself weighs 410 grams, so that is itself says it's uh, built for speed. But here's the thing. The drone is so pared back. The bulk of the chassis is the battery when it's inside. So you take the battery out, it's so light, there's hardly any any body. It's just above, these, above the propellers, and the battery is the heaviest, bulkiest part of the, of the chassis, would you believe? Now, the DJI Avata can fly and hover like a real drone, but what it has is this amazing acceleration and its maneuverability in tight spaces, and it can almost stop instantly. So the second you pull back or hit the brake, there's a little brake button, emergency brake, it'll pull up almost instantly on the spot. Now, here's the thing too. There's a new mode called Turtle Mode. So you can just imagine, right, you're flying the Avada through some tight spaces, through trees, through whatever you're doing. You may just clip something, and if it falls to the ground and lands upside down, the turtle mode knows to flip it over the right way and take off again. So then you're, then you're on your way. Now, the other, I mentioned the emergency brake, and there's also a hover and return to home feature, which has been seen on other drones, and that brings the drone back to the point to the takeoff point where you first started at the press of a button. Now, on board is a 48 megapixel camera that's capable of shooting 4K video at 60 frames per second. It can also do 2.7K at 50, 60, 100, and 120 frames per second. 120 frames per second is great shooting that. So then when you play it back at normal speed, it's in slow motion. So that does give you a few more options. The uh, the DJI Avata will run for up to 18 minutes on a full battery. Now, I mentioned earlier the goggles. Now, this is supposed to be a first-person flying experience. The Civil Aviation Safety Authority, though, says pilots, the law is you have to have a visual line of sight of the drone. That means you're looking at the drone with your own eyes, 
not through a pair of goggles. So if you are flying the drone while wearing the goggles, you're unable to see what's around you. So that affects the, your situational awareness. So you can't see if you're if you're maybe near a tree or near people or birds or other stuff because all you can see is through the front camera. So with that's why that law exists because the rule exists is so that you can see what's happening around you. Now, if you're what I'd suggest to avoid people getting in trouble because it is against the law, you have to have line of sight. And look, you'd have to be flying this in a pretty remote area safely if you want to use the goggles where there's no one around. You'd have to fly this in in some somewhere really isolated so you don't get caught and you don't hurt anyone. But if you're flying this around people, I'd recommend letting someone else enjoy the first-person view with the goggles. You can still use the controller and see what the camera is seeing through through your phone or if you've got a, the DJI controller with a built-in display – you can still see what what the drone sees, but you are able to still keep a line of sight view visual on the drone. Something really important. I think safety is always the the most important thing, and so just consider that if you are if you are thinking of getting into the FPV drone space, and uh, and want to use the goggles, just be be careful. Uh, if let someone else use the goggles, you control the drone, and then maybe let them fly the drone, and you can experience the goggles just to be on the safe side. But if you're going to use the goggles, make sure you're away from people, away from buildings, away from anywhere, everywhere, so that you can do it safely if you do want to do that. Now, the DJI Avata is priced at $799, and that's without a remote control. There's no motion controller and no goggles. So uh, the if you did have the DJI FPV that was released, was released last year, the goggles and the controller release with the DJI FPV will work with the DJI Avata. So if you're coming in fresh to the FPV, you can buy the Pro View combo, which is $1,989. That includes the DJI Avata, DJI Goggles 2, and the DJI Motion Controller. The Motion Controller is the controller you hold in your hand and you actually, by your hand movements, you can control the the steering and the increase of speed and the elevation, all of that just in the with the movement of your hand. And the also, if you want to have the Fly More kit, which includes two DJI Intelligent Flight batteries for the Avata and one DJI Avata battery charging hub, that's $339. Bucks. Now, stay tuned for a full review. That's kind of my hands-on first look at the DJI Avata. And uh, it, the weather hasn't been that good, so I'm unable, have been unable to fly it for the last few days, but I intend on doing something about that this week. So stay tuned for a full review. But in the meantime, you can see it for yourself at techguide.com.au. Fitbit has unveiled three next-generation devices. Did you know Fitbit's owned by Google now? Google has owned Fitbit for a few years now. They have just announced three new products, the Inspire 3, the Versa 4, and the Sense 2. Two, three, and four. They're up to different uh, stages there. Inspire 3, Versa 4, Sense 2. And this will provide even better tracking for your health and your fitness. 
Now, the three devices also come with six months of Fitbit Premium. This is, allows you to dive even deeper into the ecosystem and have uh, features like daily readiness score, sleep profile, more personalized insights, advanced analytics. You can access more than a 1,000 workouts and mindfulness sessions as well as part of the Fitbit Premium family there. But they, you do get six months for free if you do buy one of these new products. Inspire 3 is priced at $179.95. This is the, the entry-level device, the entry-level tracker that offers up to 10 days of battery life. Uh, that'll allow you to keep on top of your health and fitness. It has a really bright color display so you can easily see your important metrics throughout the day, including your step count, your heart rate, and stuff like that. Also includes sleep monitoring too and stress management tools. Versa 4, $379.95. This is a smart watch that has more than 40 exercise modes with real-time stats, built-in GPS and active zone minutes, has also the daily readiness so you can uh, reach your fitness and activity goals as well. Sense 2, now this is the top of the line product, $449.95. Now this is the most advanced health-focused smartwatch that Fitbit has ever created. It's got the new body response sensor. It's also got the first on-wrist continuous electrodermal activity uh, for all-day stress management. Stress managers become a really uh, a trendy tool uh, with these products. And if it does sense things like increased heart rate and all these other little metrics, it'll steer you through breathing exercises and to try to de-stress you. Now, the Sense2 also has heart health tools, including an ECG and PPG algorithm, um, uh, among many others. Now, the new Inspire 3, Versa 4, and Sense 2, they're available to pre-order now. They're going to go on sale in the coming weeks, I'd say, within the next month. You'll see them in market. They haven't actually specified a launch date, but you can pre-order them through JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, Officeworks, The Good Guys, Bingley, and Big W, and they'll go on sale at those places I've just mentioned as well in the next few weeks. If you want to take a closer look, you can check all of them out at techguide.com.au. Now, how many of you listening have what I call the Apple trifecta? The iPhone, Apple Watch, and AirPods. Okay, hands up. I'm looking at you. Well, do you charge them all at once or have you got multiple cables and a whole mess of mess beside your bedside or on your desk? The That's now a thing of the past. There's a, a product from 12 South called the High Rise 3. And it can charge all three of those products at once. Now, rather than charging them separately with different charges, cables and PowerPoints and clutter everywhere, the Hi-Rise 3 wireless charging stand from 12South does them all at the same time. Now, it will only charge an iPhone uh, and an iPhone that has MagSafe. So you need to have either an iPhone 12 or an iPhone 13 for that to work. That, that They're the phones that have MagSafe. But in terms of the watch, of course, you need Apple Watch, but I've tested it. Now, last week, we reviewed the Huawei Watch GT3 Pro. It charges on that little pad as well. So if you've got a potentially other brands of smartwatches can also be charged. And on the bottom, you have the, the little spot, the Qi charging mat to also charge up the AirPods Pro and the AirPods with wireless charging cases. 
Now, that is also compatible with other earphone manufacturers, so other earphone charging case that are capable of Wi-Fi charging. You just rest them on the base. It will also charge them as well. So if you don't have AirPods but a Qi chargeable uh, case for your earphones, that will also work on the Hi-Rise 3. So uh, get lets you – what I like about it, it's got a real small footprint. It's 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 quite small in terms of the 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 bot the 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 foot the the footprint is it's sixteen point six centimeters tall for a start, but the footprint is twelve point three centimeters by eight point five centimeters. So unlike the I've seen other three in one chargers that are all spread out, so it takes up a lot more space on your desktop or on your bedside table. This doesn't take up much room at all. Uh, definitely worth a look if you are if you do have all those products and you want them all charged at the same time, don't you? You don't want your watch not charged, your phone not charged, and your AirPods not charged. That's why you bought them to use them. You don't want to have to to stuff around and charge them throughout the day. You want them fresh and charged first thing in the morning, and you can do that with the High Rise Three from from Twelve South. Now the Twelve South High Rise Three is available in black or white, and it's priced at one hundred and seventy nine dollars ninety nine. If you want to check that out, you can see it at techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can protect you and your devices online. The dark web is an underground part of the web that isn't searchable from regular search engines. It's where cyber criminals buy and sell illicit items and stolen personal information like bank account details, home addresses, credit card information and more. Norton 360 Premium includes dark web monitoring, which searches the dark web markets for your personal details and, if discovered, will notify you. Norton 360 Premium has multiple layers of protection for your device's online privacy like a secure VPN and dark web monitoring, all in a single solution. With real-time threat protection to help protect you and your devices from existing and emerging online threats, parental control to help manage your kids' online time, and school time to manage your child's remote learning, a password manager to generate, store, and manage your passwords and other credentials more securely, SafeCamp for PC, and it has SMS security as well. Norton 360 Premium for PCs, Macs, smartphones, or tablets is available online at au.norton.com or an electrical retailer. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is proudly brought to you by Belkin. Belkin is the company for earphones, cables, power banks, MagSafe cases, so many products and accessories. You can check them out, belkin.com forward slash au. Now, as promised, the Tech Guide Help Desk this week is all about giving you some ideas for Father's Day. Now, I've already published our Father's Day gift guide uh, on Tech Guide as well, and I'm just going to give you a few hints about what you can buy. Now, I've split this up into various categories, including audio and smart devices, photography, driving, all these all these ideas. Now, on the audio side, I think headphones are always pretty popular. I've listed the Bowers and Wilkins PX7S2 noise-canceling headphones. Why not spoil your old man? These are some of the best headphones that I've heard. Uh, I've reviewed them on Tech Guide. If it's something like a speaker, the Bose SoundLink Flex speakers are also available. They're $249.95. That's a Bluetooth speaker you can take outdoors. Delivers really good sound quality. And if you want to really uh, get the party started, LG has the RP4X Boom 360 speaker. 
That's 519 bucks. This is a portable speaker that is not only great music, but also provides a nice light show as well. JBL Live Pro 2, they're great noise-canceling he- uh, headphones, earphones, I should say. Uh, $199.95. So for under 200 bucks, you're getting pretty high-quality active noise-canceling earphones, uh, the JBL Live Pro 2. Belkin also has the Soundform Immerse earphones. These are their hybrid active noise-cancellation earphones, Three microphones on each each earbud to listen out for ambient sound and filter it out. $299 right there. Then the other one, the Logitech Wonderboom 3, which is just about to be launched in the next day or so. That's $149.95. Now, if your dad's a driver, we've got a special offer with Navman. Navman MyView 900DC, that's a dash cam. It's $250. That's with the Tech Guide 15% discount code. Normally priced at $299. So if you want to give your old man a Navman MyView 900DC dash cam, click on the link on our on our gift guide and that'll take you to the special offer. And that's got a link to the Navman website as well as the code TECHGUIDE15, which will give you 15% off your purchase. A dash cam is a sort of product that has become an essential, I think, in, in all cars because it's your eyes and ears on the road. It can not only get, can track whatever happens on the road in terms of filming video, storing video if there's in the event of an incident or an accident, but it also can warn you when you're coming to red light cameras, speed cameras, when you're entering school zones in the morning and in the afternoon as well. So it does give you all those all those uh, infra- interesting features as well that can save your points on your license and keep your money in your wallet. Uniden also has a dash view, the, uh, the 50R dash view. This is a more expensive dash cam because it is a 4K dash cam. It's 499 bucks. It's front and rear does come with a 64 gig micro SD card as well to store your vision. The Uniden Dash View 50R details are also on Tech Guide. Now, if you really want to speed things up in your ha- in your home, then why not shout dad the Netgear Wi-Fi 6E Nighthawk RAXE 500 router. It's a mouthful, but it's worth it. This is a 6E Wi-Fi 6E router that can deliver speeds of up to 10.8 gigabits per second. So really does meet the demands of the modern household so more people can stream and learn and play their games online all at the same time thanks to the Netgear Wi-Fi 6E Nighthawk router. Uh, if, you, if your dad's into drones, a few months back, DJI launched, launched the Mini 3 Pro. Now, this is a, a drone that weighs less than 249 kilograms, and that's important because it means, according to CASA, you can fly within 5.5 k's of a controlled airport. So you can fly this carefully, of course, but you are able to fly it in those in those what would usually be restricted airspace to drones of 250 grams and above. If your dad loves coffee, a lot of coffee makers out there now, including the Nespresso Virtuo Next and Aeroccino, two hundred eighty nine bucks. That's pretty affordable, and that produces pretty good coffee as well as frothing the milk at the same time. And it's the first Nespresso machine made with fifty four percent recycled plastic. So it also includes a cap- capsule scanning technology that automatically adapts the brewing parameters to create your favourite coffee. If you want to spend a little bit more. The DeLonghi La Specialista Arte coffee machine, $7.99. That is a, a more a, a bigger coffee coffee machine. So it grinds the beans, froths the milk, the milk, and produces a cafe-style coffee. So if your dad fancies himself as a bit of a barista, he can do that in his own home. What about if your dad's a cook? 
If you like cooking, especially outdoor cooking, check out the Rock Box. That's R-O-C-C-B-O-X, 799 bucks. So this is like a little outdoor pizza oven. Would you believe it can cook a Neapolitan pizza within 60 seconds? So that's incredible. You, you've got all the – you prepare your ingredients, prepare your dough, pop it in 60 seconds later. It's ready to go. And it's got retractable legs and a detachable burner so you can take it anywhere. Now, it, uh, up until September 5, it does also come with a free turning peel and cover and 20% off accessories. Now, if you want to be more secure in your house, I'm sure your dad would love to be have a more secure household, then why not get the Arlo Wi-Fi wire-free video doorbell, 229 bucks, or maybe the Uniden AppCam Solo Pro 2K camera, $279.95. So that's affordable. You're able to keep an eye on your house. Uh, same thing with the Arlo Essential Spotlight Wireless Security Camera. That's actually down to $159.20. That's discounted from $199 just in time for Father's Day. Now, if your dad loves his smart watches, why not check out the Huawei Watch GT3 Pro? Now, this has got a massive discount, usually $8.99. For Father's Day, it's down to $5.99. I reviewed it last week on Tech Guide on the podcast as well as on the website. Check it out. And the beauty of this watch is it connects to both iPhones and Android phones. It has a round, more classic design as well. So maybe appealing whether your dad runs an Android or an iPhone, this will work with both. Now, if, you, if you're after more organization in your life, the STM Dux 30-litre backpack. Now, I've taken this overseas. This is one of the best backpacks I've ever used. This is a new – it's a new approach to tech-friendly bags. It's got a foam fortress 360-degree padding, so everything's protected. Multi-direction access, so you can access stuff from the top, from the side. It's like there's shelves inside. There's a great picture on Tech Guide for you to see what I'm talking about. And it does also allow you, of course, to have your computer safe and sound as well as your tablets as well. If your dad's into his photography, the Canon EOS R10 kit – that uh, comes with an 18 to 45 millimeter lens. That's 1,649 bucks. And if you're into gaming, Logitech has just launched the Logitech G735 wireless gaming headset. This has a white mist finish. Uh, it's a great option for any player. It has the new blue voice technology, so it can modulate a player's voice and have the ability to say preferred audio settings uh, directly on the headset. So if you're into your games as, and you want to stay competitive, then the Logitech G735 gaming headset's worth considering. All of those things I've spoken about and more. There's more that I left out. But that gift guide is available right now if you want to check it out for yourself before Father's Day at techguide.com.au. And that is our show for this week. Thank you for listening to the end. If you need to find out any, any more about anything we've spoken about on the show, you can find it at our website, techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, feel free to send us an email at info at techguide.com.au. We want to thank our sponsors as well, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Please support the sponsors who support these Tech Guide podcast. Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. Mm -hmm.